and welcome to a Boy Scout motto is be prepared episode of We Only Look Thin. I am 50% of your host, Donald Weigel, and I have lost 100 pounds, about 100 pounds. And with me, as always, is... Catherine Weigel. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to say it like it was a boo-boo-zella sound. Hi, I'm Catherine Weigel. I'm definitely normal and uh, not definitely awkward at all. Normal. Yeah, definitely. And I've lost about 150 pounds, and I'm uh, his wife. Yeah, That's the we're married. Twist. We've been married for a long time. We have, and it's great. It is great. Uh, we enabled each other's bad behavior for many, many years, and now we don't Which do that. Which is not great. It has changed our relationship, I think. We used to motivate one another to do uh, very bad things. We and certainly did. we're health nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we're nuts, at least. Yeah. So, uh, so hi, and welcome hi, to- Hi, welcome to the podcast. Podcast. <laughs> if uh, you say it like that, it sounds really fancy. Yeah, it does. And uh, I don't know why saying things incorrectly is fun. I don't know. I it's bet like, it's annoying to everyone who It's is super listening. fun to me, but uh, we are going to- podcast right now and talk about uh, we're going to have such things and including tips of the week. And at the end, we're going to have such things including products of the week. And in the middle, we're going to talk about meal prepping. Meal day preppers, everybody. Got to get ready. Terminators are coming. Which is a fantastic title that Catherine came up with, uh, which is a riff on Doomsday Preppers, which is a show I've never seen, but looks horrifying. Yeah. (laughs) So we're turning it around to weight loss. Yeah, exactly. Um, but before we get into that, uh, we are going to, as promised, start with our tip of the week. How, everybody? So uh, our tip of the week is to get your knives sharpened. Oh, oh. but so, what does that have to do with well, weight loss? You kn- Sharp knives. That doesn't help me lose so, weight. You know when you're in the kitchen and you're using one of your butcher knives that you've had for like 20 years and you're cutting through a can, Yeah. right? And it barely yeah. cuts the can. I mean, I feel like those Ginsu knives commercials ruined me for all other things because all I want to do is cut cans with my and knives. And shoes also. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> for some reason. Cans and shoe leather. That's it. Um, But... uh. Get your knives sharpened. There are uh, places like Sir Latab, I believe, does knife sharpening. Uh, our I think jo- so. Our Joann's Fabrics partners with a mobile knife sharpening uh, team, brigade. Yeah. And this this dude, like, or dudes or ladies, I've only ever seen dudes there. Uh, they do a fantastic job. Like, it's crazy. Like, we've... the recently gotten our knife sharpened about every couple of months and the difference it makes is unbelievable well and i think at one point because we spent so much money on our knives donald was like i should never have to sharpen this knife and yeah so i didn't and then it would basically that's they an would accurate stop. impression of me you did you were like why well, even spend if we just got the ginsus we could cut all of our shoes with forever with the ginsus yeah uh, but yeah our local <laughs> farmer's market has a knife cutting service. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there are many ways to get it done, like Chopin. Uh, 
Chopin. That guy got his knife sharpened. <laughs> we just blame him for all things. Um, I blame him. Chopin is like my hero. He got it done. I uh, I went to someone else's house to help them meal prep, actually. Yeah. And uh, their knives were sad and janky. Mm. And it was a terrible experience trying to chop, say, for example, broccoli, chopping broccoli ah. with a sad, basically butter knife situation. Yeah. Uh, I, you may as well just tear the broccoli apart with your bare hands. Yeah, just with your teeth. Yeah, uh, oh, even better. You can't tear a shoe apart with your teeth. Oh, true. Um, but it is, I think- You just watch me. But uh, look up, Google uh, yourself a knife sharpener in your area. Um, I think it's about like $8 a knife for when we did it. Yeah, I feel in, like it's even less than that. It's yeah, really, really isn't bad. Brought in a bag of knives. Uh, yeah. I've never felt safer. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> or maybe more uh, delicate than, uh, than then. But get it done every few months. Uh, it really helps uh, with taking the misery out of chopping onions and, and tomatoes. And anything that makes you want to like cook real food and, you know, and not dread it is is a bonus. Yeah. And uh, so we get it done. Uh, it is reasonable. And it is a great investment uh, in the quality of your kitchen. Because it, when it is miserable to cut things, you don't want to do it. Uh, we're going to talk more about that in uh, in the, the middle part of the episode. But you're a grown-up. Get your knives sharpened. Uh, it's worth it. Get it done like Chopin. And that is your tip of the week. Tow! Tow! Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. So those of you keeping score out there might realize that this is the 99th episode of this show. 99 episodes of Walt on the Wall. 99, 99 episodes of Walt. Walt. Yeah. And I bring this up for a couple of reasons. Reason number one I'm interested is to find out why. <laughs> that there is a song called 99 Luft Balloons that yes. was a big hit in the 80s. 99 Luft Balloons on the wall. 99, 99 Luft balloons. balloons. Yeah. And I just wanted to mention that song because it's great. And, and fun. <laughs> and fun. And two, in, in English, when they translated it to English, it was 99 Red Balloons because in German, Luft Balloon is just balloon, but- in America, I didn't. I they was had to today add, years yeah, old. They had to add the red be- so it had an extra syllable. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, and it's super plus, so fun. that clowns could hide in drains and uh, scare children. With I mean, red without balloons. red balloons, where would we be for for <laughs> a psychopath uh, clowns in drains? But you know what? Remember the little red balloon movie? Oh yeah, the little French movie little that French won movie? all kinds of awards. Oh, yeah, that so they showed lovely. me in grade school. That was a good. It movie. made me anthropomorphize balloons. Yeah, which is super fun all the time. But the real reason I I bring it up is because there is an expression that success is ninety nine percent preparation and one percent perspiration oh i was wondering where i forgot i was just like 80s music fun that's what we're gonna talk about and we're gonna talk about preparation pa no (laughs) (laughs) sure pal for preparation sure Sure, why not Uh, it's more excuses to yell into the microphone. Um, and we are going to talk about, basically, I want to kind of demystify meal preparation. And it can seem overwhelming and it can seem daunting. But and I, extreme and sad. Like, yeah. honestly, like doomsday preppers, it's like, oh, fun. Let's hunker bunker down. <laughs> but like, I, I really feel like... Like not probably not ninety nine percent of my weight loss, but a solid seventy percent of my weight loss has been due to preparation and not really to perspiration. Like 
30% of it is exercise and actually doing the work um, and doing the work of the prepping, but really just planning, planning and, and always being prepared food wise has been. Oh, that was the Boy Scout thing. Yeah. 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 The Boy Scout motto is be prepared. Ah, yeah. I get it. Um, so I was a Boy Scout, believe it or not. I made it all the way to Life Scout. I don't believe it. And then <laughs> and then I quit before I, I hit Eagle. I never guessed that of I him. I know. I know. Um, I think I discovered girls or something and stopped, nice. stopped going to Boy Scouts. You mean girl. Yeah, I mean Singular. you. I mean you. You. Um, and anyway, so the meal prepping, it can feel incredibly overwhelming like i did a little bit of looking online about meal prepping and most of the websites i found were like 40 recipes that you can do for your meal prepping and you know it's like tip number one spend your entire day saturday writing out your recipe list and figuring out your ingredients and quit your job so that you can with your dull knives so that you can chop sad onions do nothing except plan preparing your meals and then sunday you're doing all your grocery shopping and then monday you're going to cook it all and then tuesday you're going to separate it into your containers and it 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 just feels huge and overwhelming full-time job and places like costco are very convenient if you have the room for, you know, a deep freezer on the side where you can have, you know, 90 meals set up. And I think things like Pinterest shows us that in order to be successful at weight loss, you have to do serious preparation all the time. And you have to batch cook and you have to have like sad boiled broccoli and dry chicken 24 7 and for me like it it says like eat whole foods like yeah you know use like you said use recipes you've got to be consistent and even yanni friedoff in the diet fix talks about the the wholesome goodness of home-cooked food yeah which i have very strong feelings about but yeah. it's there is a danger in anything of confirmation bias and of you know you know, hey, I don't agree with that. Well, that is an actual fact. Like, you can't just disagree with facts. But, you know, I love about half of what Yanni Friedhoff says in his book, and the other half does not apply to me. Hogwash. And it's not... (laughs) You watch your language. This is a family show. Um, And I did not do those things, and I have had successful weight loss without doing a lot of the things that he suggests and making it easier and simpler and make it fit my lifestyle and i have you know there's a good better best situation going on here like we did a whole episode about good better and best and in a perfect world i would have all of this time and i would cook all of my meals from scratch and i would measure everything out and i would you know uh, divide things into containers but that just isn't realistic for me well and i think also and the way i used to see it was that Okay, I'm going to meal prep. I get this idea that I'm going to batch cook this big thing. It takes it does take like half the day to get it done. Right. And I'm great on it for about a week. And then the next week something happens and we can't go to the grocery store or we've got, you know, Yeah, an event or you to just have to. family in town or you have like, you know, you've got your kids event on a Saturday and then you've got a work thing on a Sunday and like suddenly you don't have time to actually do it. Right. And then what do you do? You quit trying to lose weight oh, and you yeah. go back to your old habits oh, because yeah. why bother because you can't be perfect. Yeah, and that's what that's what I did for a large portion of my adult life. Well, and so much of it is you feel like you have to be 100% on 
yeah. 100% off to, you know, be successful or fail. And we're saying that there's a lot, there are like 50 shades of gray when it, which <laughs> I haven't read or seen the movie. So I'm pretty sure it's about yeah. meal prep. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure it is. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey is just Dakota Johnson prepping food in a kitchen. You got the name right. Yeah. You didn't say it was some snarky different name, so I, congratulations. And Jamie Dornan? Yeah. Why do I know that, actually? Well, because he was in The Fall, which no, is No, I know, but show. why do I know both of their names? I've never read the book. I've not seen, like, one whole minute of either movie, but I know both their names. Yeah, when you live it, you pretty much don't need to watch it, I'm sure. <laughs> Yes, we live Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't actually know what that means, but I'm assuming it's not us. I think it's just about like the, you wear a lot of black clothing, but some <laughs> of it's like more gray, I yeah. think is what it is. Yeah. If you know what Fifty Shades of Grey we, is, don't tell us. Yeah, we don't want to know. We We've don't. been married a very long time. We're not interested in those sorts of things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Movies with Dakota Johnson? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. But back to meal prep. Back to meal prep. I used to think it had to be faucet on 100% in order to be successful. I still come across people who say, I'm ready to lose weight. Give me your recipes. Yeah. My very own beloved sister-in-law, Melissa, there, I named her name. What? I bought pork chops the other day, and she commented, oh, what recipe do you use for that? And I said... You have known me long enough to know that I don't know what a recipe is. I buy the thing and then I kind of figure it out from there. And guess what? I've been successful at losing weight. I I haven't actually cooked the pork chop yet, so I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Uh, But we do not rely on recipes for success. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Our recipe for success is not to use recipes. recipes. And that is not to say that I don't ever do any cooking, but um, I I have gotten to this weight by taking advantage of convenience food and taking advantage of pre-prepared items at grocery stores. And... I can't say that everywhere has the the amazing amount of choices that I have where I live in Los Angeles, but I, from traveling around the country, feel like stores these days have things that make life easy. They've got bags of pre-chopped uh, onion, bags of pre-chopped cabbage, like pre-roasted and shredded, like whole chicken like you don't have to rely on all you know having all the free time in the world to do these things anymore well and for people who think and i i applaud anyone who can eat whole foods and make recipes oh my goodness yes that's great it is not the lifestyle that we have it is not how we choose to spend our time no I, i work typically a minimum of 60 hours a week uh, during the week. And that's that's on the short end. Like when I'm working on something that is filming, I'm oftentimes like 70 to 80 hours like at the office. And then you add in travel time to and from work and it does not leave me a lot of time. But what I do have is access to, you know, and I've been a vegetarian a very long time, but pre-prepared, frozen, like there's so much variety out there of these things I can just pop in the microwave or pop in the freezer. And I think that the bottom line of what I'm trying to get at, and I'm very passionate about this, is that meal prep does not have to mean spending a whole day cooking and portioning out food. It 
just can mean being prepared to have a meal in every situation. Exactly. And I think in the the before me, if I couldn't do the Pinterest worthy meal prep or the, you know, mason jar salads, I would see it as a failure and proof that I wasn't able to be the kind of person who would lose weight. And even in Dr. Yanni Friedhoff's book, The Diet Fix, yeah. again, he talks about, you know, making everything from scratch. And when you make everything from scratch, then you know, like you're getting the wholesome goodness and the whole foods and blah, blah, blah. And that is not the life that we have. That is not the time that we have. No. And it is not my priority. And we have still lost weight. Your ideal self might want to go to the farmer's market every week and batch cook everything and, you know, be meticulous about every food that you have. And again, we're not shaming anyone for that. Like your sister, no. Melanie, used to go to Costco on the weekends, batch, you know, pre-chopped vegetables. Yeah, and, and she they would, would spend, spend a an, large part of their weekend like doing that. And and that's what I thought meal prep was. And so I was like, well, yeah. I can't do that. So I'm not doing anything. And we have learned that the semi-homemade life Live in that semi-homemade life. <laughs> like that that is the happy medium, the good, better, best in us. And we are challenging you to consider your good, better, best in your meal prep. Yeah. And if you're saying to yourself that, you know, well, I can never um, eat frozen meals. I couldn't eat a frozen turkey burger or I couldn't eat a frozen vegetarian turkey cutlet, which is something that they have this time of year that I so think good. is delicious. Um, or eat frozen veggie burgers or, you know, whatever it happens to be. Like, I could never do that because it's processed food and it's so terrible for me. Ask yourself, like, what you're doing now. So what what is your alternative? So I'm not going to eat processed food. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to get Domino's. I'm going to get Domino's or I'm going to get takeout Chinese and then I'm going to continue to be 100 pounds overweight. Like, is that really the option for you? Like, if you don't have time to do proper meal prep, and so you're just ordering takeout or stopping at restaurants all the time. Like, is that really better than eating a frozen meal? And I personally, I think a lot of these frozen things that I'm eating are are not unhealthy. I mean, I don't have science to back me up here, but they they seem tasty. Well, a lot of them have real vegetables in them, and they taste really good. Well, and here's a question. Which is worse? Eating a frozen Boca burger, yeah, or having your leg chopped off because of diabetes, <laughs> right? For sure, for sure. And I said it's diabetes. I, know it's, <laughs> I was trying to sign one. I just let it go diabetes. because you you mispronounce it on purpose all the time, so I don't even. But that is anymore. that is a huge point. That like, if I can't be the person who makes everything from scratch, then I'm just going to be a hundred pounds overweight. Yeah. Like, there is a middle ground. Uh, there is a 25, 25th shade of gray that you can have that <laughs> that actually works. The 51st shade of gray. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, scintillating. Yeah, for um, sure. But I did that for years. It was all or nothing. And in my ideal life, my ideal life is very different than my actual life. Yeah. And when you've got kids, when you work a lot, when you're maybe incapacitated because of an illness or something like that, there is something beyond that perfect life. And that is what we are peddling today is the imperfect prep. 
and there was actually a show I've talked about before uh, called Semi Homemade. Yeah, uh, which was a little outlandish and maybe a little over the top. But this this cook used pre prepared things and paired it with things that she made from scratch to make a whole meal. And that's yeah. kind of been my method of weight loss is the the things that are already made for me paired with maybe something fresh not all the time yeah and it works and when i actually have the time and doing cooking like i can enjoy it and i can eat a whole meal and i can you know weigh everything and portion it out and and that's fantastic and then sometimes i just have to make stir fries my friend and you know we've got a really good set of nonstick cookware so we don't have to add a bunch of oil to it and Catherine uses like chicken broth to keep stuff from sticking and I just take a bunch of pre-prepared things you know I can buy whole um, uh, portobello mushrooms and I can wash them and I can cut them and I can put them in the pan or I can spend a few extra cents and get the pre-washed pre-cut ones and I open the package and I dump them in the pan with some pre-chopped onion and some like pre-portioned out vegetarian meat. And I've got a pretty good locale stir fry. And those sorts of things can be your friend in these situations. Yeah. In, uh, in Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place, we actually did a day in the life of a maintainer ah. where uh, we featured our wonderful Walt chum uh, and maintainer Cheryl, who's lost 80 pounds. And we actually followed her in a day in her life. And it was really great to see like, what she's eating and how she exercises and she works full time and yeah. and the difference between her past her past life um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and her now life and she actually had uh, she pre prepared a big thing of shredded cabbage on Sunday yeah and she's like oh and then throughout the week my husband and I have you know chicken and then I use just different sauces throughout the week so one night it'll be buffalo sauce another it'll be teriyaki I'm just gonna name sauces now yeah it's the sauce name in episode <laughs> um but it was just sh- pre-shredded cabbage sauteed it up had it for the week and I went to Trader Joe's the next day. I bought a bag of shredded cabbage, a bag of pre-chopped mushrooms, and a bag of pre-diced onion. Yeah. Sauteed it up. Oh my goodness, it smelled so good too. And like, and I've got three containers now of, and I use the same pan. I just did it three at a time. I think it, it took about an hour. I'm not going to do that every week. Yeah. But I had the time and I had the energy to do it. And now I've got a uh, pump up the volume. Pump, pump up, up the, the volume. volume. I've know. got. A bunch of vegetables that I can pair with the pre-shredded rotisserie chicken that I also bought at Ralph's. Yeah. And I had a great dinner. Like, yeah. And it took no time last night to actually put it together because it was already prepared. And for new listeners and those who might not remember, Pump Up the Volume was an episode of this show where we talked about adding very low-calorie foods that would fill you up, like adding things like mushrooms and cabbage and spinach and... And, uh, you know, cauliflower, broccoli, like to your dishes to make you feel fuller, but not add a lot of calories to the dish. Well, and we're volume eaters for sure. Oh, yeah. Like in in the semi-homemade category of all of this, having um, a frozen meal, a lean cuisine, and popping up a volume by – by putting it on a bed of shredded cabbage or having it with cauliflower really adds volume to yeah. a meal. And like in a perfect world, I would buy like, you know, fresh heirloom tomatoes and I would chop them up and I would maybe roast them myself. But 
I can also go to the store and buy a can of pre-roasted, like chopped up tomatoes and just open it and dump it in the pan with the other stuff and really like, you know, kick the stir fry up a notch. Yeah. So the prep doesn't even have to be something that you've already cooked. It can be like, we can, we can say what we, whatever we want about prep, but being like <laughs> frozen vegan meatballs right plus a can of stewed tomatoes yeah equals dinner and it's really delicious or or even like an afternoon snack like i i buy these frozen vegan meatballs that you know three of them is 150 calories and i will i will even just microwave three of them with some very low calorie pasta sauce and that is a nice afternoon snack for me which is a way to transition into my next point which is that Meal prep doesn't have to be about actual meals. Like I eat very small meals for most of the day to keep myself from getting too hungry. And things like pre-boiled eggs or boiling yourself hard-boiled eggs, if you, you know, if you don't even have the time to to boil eggs, like you can just buy pre-boiled hard-boiled eggs and they're full of protein. Um, and it's a nice snack that you can take with you uh, a lot of places. Um, things like single serve uh, yogurts and single serve cottage cheese. And, um, you know, I've found recently like these really good tapas style artichoke hearts and things like that, um, that you can portion out for yourself and just have those as little tiny meals throughout the day. Fruit makes a good meal. Um you know, because you can, you know, pineapple, blackberries, that sort of things. You people know what fruit is. <laughs> well, but beyond that, I mean, the good, better, best. A a, a best is a, a fresh Honeycrisp apple. Yeah. But sometimes a bag of pre-sliced apples. Pre-sliced, yeah. With, you know, they have a little preservative in them. If that's where you're at, yeah. it's better than not eating an apple. You know, and if you buy whole apples and you just leave them rot on the counter or in your refrigerator, not that's not doing you any good. But if you eliminate that barrier to yeah. actually eating them and you let somebody else pre-prepare them for you and so that it's just grab and put it in your mouth like that is a huge benefit well and that's what i did with the pre-sliced onion and i thought to myself like wow that's indulgent i'm gonna pay two dollars and fifty cents for pre-chopped onion yeah but when i can buy an onion for 50 cents but if you don't actually do the meal prep because of the barrier it doesn't matter and donald you were saying earlier why are you spending all of this frivolous money on pre-prepared things? Like I should be a grown up and cook things, but I don't. Yeah. And like, I think that we fall into this trap of telling ourselves, like, why should I pay a little extra money for the pre-chopped onion when I can just chop it myself? And then you buy the onion and it just sits and you don't actually do anything with it. But there is a cost to letting that onion rot on your counter. There is a cost to the time out of your life that it takes to prep that onion. And then even down the road, and I know we've talked about how you can't sell prevention, there is a cost to the prescription drugs that you're going to end up having to buy if you don't do something about your health now. If like, And there are so many weight loss related 
uh, diseases and health issues, things that I didn't even realize, you yeah. know, like I stopped snoring and therefore I get a better night's sleep now and that I I've lost the weight. I think less about killing him, which <laughs> is great. It might have been really detrimental to my health if she had smothered me with a pillow in the middle of the night I for snoring. I thought about it. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not perfect. People think I'm perfect. You know, so if like the idea of spending this money or the idea of eating processed foods like really turned you off, think about how much diabetes and heart disease are going to turn you off and and are going to be uh, cost you a lot of money with medical bills. And, you know, there is a trade-off sometimes when you can't just be perfect and so you do nothing, right. you're costing yourself down the road. Well, and it seems, you know, it, just in terms of the cost, and we did an episode called Pennywise Pound Foolish where we talked about buying pre-portioned things like yeah. chips or mayonnaise or cheese or whatever. Like if someone in your family is upset that you're paying three dollars more for the bag of pre-portioned chips yeah guess what the big bag is a single serving for you so right. you're eating more you're eating more calories you're avoiding and even if your- you have the discipline to like portion that that big bag out into smaller ones you're costing yourself a lot of time um to do that and maybe you have the time and that's great but i don't well and half the time i will take the pre-portioned like, or if I buy a big bag of chips, for example, th- nine out of 10 times, I can bag them up into smaller portions. Right. And then that 10th time, I binge on it. Right. Like, so having that convenience, pre-portioning things, planning in advance can really help. Um, having the having the self-knowledge, like I suffer from depression. I've yeah. talked about it before. There are some weeks where I feel like I can take on the world. I've got the meal prep thing down. I can make everything from scratch. And then there are times when, and and this is why I don't actually plan meals throughout the week. Like there are people who are like Monday we're having pasta and Tuesday we're having this, is that there are certain nights where I am so exhausted and so overwhelmed that the very idea of making anything is too much for me to manage. And on those nights, I've got the container of pre-made rotisserie chicken. We've got frozen meals for our daughter where I can pair it with some chopped up, you know, sliced cucumber and some cherry tomatoes and give her something that's pre-prepared. Yeah. And it's, is it ideal? Is it best? Maybe not, but it gets the job done and it reduces my stress and it keeps me from ordering takeout, which is what we would have done in the past. So knowing yourself and knowing that some weeks, some days, you're just not going to have the energy to prepare something from scratch and having those options at hand, having frozen meals at work, having, you know, a go-to prepared snack makes your life easier and reduces the barriers to your health goals. And we're fighting for our health. And if you're trying, if you're holding off doing something, if you're holding off doing some form of meal prep because you can't do it perfectly, just try and remember that I lost 100 pounds eating a lot of frozen convenience food. I am no longer on two different heart medicines that I was on. I am off of a diabetes medicine that I was on. My doctor literally said at my last visit that I deserve a medal for keeping the weight off as long as I have. And I'm I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I'm just saying like, 
if I can do it, I was in a deep, deep, dark place. And if I can do it eating convenience food and my my doctor can be happy and I can be happy and I can feel so much better and I can relieve myself of all of these things by eating a lot of like frozen convenience foods, then I think that there is a benefit to that. And I think that the evidence speaks for itself that, you know, Am I going to live to be 115 from, you know, eating nothing but raw unprocessed vegetables? Like, you know, probably not, but I'm probably going to live a lot longer and I'm going to have a lot better quality of life than I would have had I just waited for the ideal like whole food food prepper that was never going to come. Well, and I think, too, body positivity is a whole other thing to consider. But there are studies that show that people are living longer and people who are overweight are also living longer. But like you said, the quality of life yeah. is not the same as being healthy. I mean, I, I've i said this before, my blood pressure was fine when I was 150 pounds heavier. My blood work was fine. But I was, you know, eating on borrowed time. Like it, I was in my early 30s and I was like, oh, I don't have anything to worry about. I'm fine. But the degenerative nature of obesity yeah. is a serious thing. And I started listening to another podcast. We'll try to find some, um, some hard evidence for it. But they actually said that sitting is the new smoking. Yeah. And that inactivity leads to greater chances of signals of um, Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah, and which that, is crazy. Like, and we are adults now. Like, yeah. I do not identify as, like, I'm watching Friends right now, and they all seem very young. <laughs> they seem young really young. And, they all seem so much older than me at the time, but not anymore. But, like, we have aging parents we, we are aging ourselves. We are aging parents ourselves. <laughs> yes, we are aging parents ourselves every second, TikTok. But this is a real situation where we are not living for our ideal lives. We're not waiting for retirement to finally get it together. We're not waiting for things to settle down. We're not looking to a future self with a perfect circumstance. We are looking at what is around us. We are getting ready like MacGyver and just like, you know what? Today is, you know, frozen meal plus steamed bag of pre-chopped broccoli night. Like that's yeah. as much as I can give. And being nimble enough and forgiving of yourself too of like okay last week i did meal prep this week is not a meal prep week yeah like and that's okay and but you've still prepared by having your backup frozen meals your backup shelf stable meals like your pre-portioned stuff like you still have a go-to like that is the key here like make sure you you're not just reeling into takeout city well and <laughs> takeout city takeout city. city i lived in takeout city for yeah. many years oh my gosh we used to get take out three four times oh a week God. it's horrifying it's just i can't even you were talking about uh you know a past life and i just i feel like that was a different person and oh it, it certainly was me and that person is still inside me like i only look thin like yeah. we called this this way we called this show that on purpose like it is meaningful and i could fall back into those ways at any moment like i have to be vigilant all the time but it feels insane that I let myself live that life for so many years. Yeah. And I mean, and it has taken a lot of maturity, I think, on my part to recognize that not all weeks are built the same. Yeah. Not all 
you know, enthusiasm and energy and motivation is the same. And not just giving up because you couldn't meal prep, you know, do your ideal meal prep one week. Like you didn't right. just get, well, I can't do it. So I might as well just not do anything. Well, and to address people who might not be the meal makers in their home or people with big families who are cooking for five or six other people. Like yeah. we have the benefit. Donald's vegetarian. I'm not. I cook for our daughter and myself and Donald kind of cooks for himself. Yeah. But if you're in a situation where meals are being prepared for you or you're cooking for five other people who have a different dietary requirements or you're buying like a big tray of lasagna or something to have with the family. Yeah. You can yourself supplement a more indulgent food with a big pile, you know, a big steamed uh, thing of broccoli or cauliflower or, you know, make your ratio like with salads. Sometimes I buy a head of lettuce and wash it and prep it. Sometimes I buy bagged because that's all I can do. And it's okay to know who you are that day and to, you know, pair a smaller portion of the more indulgent food with something that meets your goals. Because if you keep waiting, like, and having excuses of like, oh, I can't, they serve food at work. What am I to do? I've got a big family. What am I to do? They have, you know, free lunches at work. What am I to do? If you keep saying, what am I supposed to do? You're going to get the result that you're getting right now. Yeah. We made excuses for 20, like the first 18, 19 years of our marriage. Oh my goodness. Yes. And we didn't even have like, we thought we were busy when we didn't have a child. I know. Like I had no idea what I was talking about. And like, Getting to a point where you just manage your current situation and you don't, you know, wait for the perfect life to unfold before you. And also, like, Costco is everywhere and it's delicious and amazing. Yeah. Don't okay, – this is like total digression. Don't buy the five – pound drum of nutella for the yeah. family it's like, the value we gotta prep for the family uh, yeah. but that's a whole other story uh but being responsible knowing yourself knowing your triggers and knowing that it's okay to give good when better and best isn't available to you like and most of this whole journey has been like good it's been a good journey yeah, been it's good. been good fine yeah i've done you know i've done like enough i've done I've been a fine job and it's gotten me down a hundred pounds. Yeah. So really pay attention to the excuses that you're making. Pay attention to what you are actually capable of doing instead of your perfect self. There is a middle ground. There is a way to manage your weight and manage your health in an okay way. Like yeah. and not an ideal way, but yeah. like it's it's pretty good. You can do it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's just like this episode. It's pretty good. Pretty good episode. (laughs) Uh, So it might not be Boy Scout ready, but it's definitely like we've done the job. Like we got it done. So you don't have to make everything from scratch. We're like Chopin. We got it done. Yep. And that, I think, uh, is a good way to wrap it up. And I think that brings us to our product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. And uh, this was something that you uh, thought of pretty recently, actually. Yeah. So uh, it's the holiday season. Yeah. If you're listening to it, uh, the week it comes out, it is the uh, first week of December, basically. Yeah. Um, The the product of the week is a non-food advent calendar. Oh. 
fun. So uh, Advents are super fun and exciting. Yeah, uh, it's the season leading up to Christmas, basically. Yeah. For those who may not know. But an advent calendar, uh, usually you can get them at the store, and they're like little chocolates. Yeah, for 25 ordinarily days. they're all like food related and almost entirely chocolate. Yeah. However, uh, advent's breaking out; it's breaking the mold. Everybody's got an advent calendar now. I went to Trader Joe's the other day, and they had a twelve days advent, which with each day having like a little moisturizer or a little facial thing or ah, whatever. Yeah. And I am super stoked to use it. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's pretty cool. I'm jealous there isn't one that I want. Yeah, for the dudes. For the dudes. It <laughs> um, would have like, you know, footballs and electronics in it or something. Yeah. I don't um, know. I'll just, whatever dudes you know, like, I, can, I don't know. I can get a box and just every day hand you an old remote control <laughs> from from your box of remote from controls. From my box of remote controls, yeah. yeah I, do you have a box of remote controls? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it laying fallow under our bed? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> do you want it as your advent? No. No. <laughs> Nobody else does either. But, like, there are advents for like the sock of the day yeah there are you know different beauty companies have uh have advent things and even if you are not a religious person or you don't uh you don't celebrate christmas having a daily little treat yeah and and here is kind of how it's sort of a tip of the week product of the week but if you're struggling Ooh, it's a hybrid yeah. tip of the week product of the week hybrid to you yay patel, patel. yeah <laughs> whatever um We'll if, wordsmith it in post. If you uh, are trying to focus on a habit goal for December and it's hard for you because there are many indulgent treats around, yep. maybe you use each advent as a reward at the end of the day for sticking to your habit goal. So if you uh, are trying to close your kitchen at 8 p.m. and you hit your goal, open up that cab advent. Get a cute pair of socks. Open up that advent and get some emollient hand cream. Yeah, and uh, so it's just kind so of emollient. so emollient. Uh, but uh, but use it as an opportunity as like a little mini reward for hitting your goals at the holidays. Um, you can even save the advent calendar for January when you're just trying to get revved back ah, up again. Load up. Create on- your own advent season, flying in the face of two thousand years of tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a face flyer. Yeah. Um, but like January's a, you know, it's a hard month for a lot of people. The the holidays are over. Have yeah. a lot of something to celebrate later. Save up some of those advents for then. So. Yeah, and it can be sort of like a habit circle, like Catherine's habit circle, where you are giving yourself a reward for, you know, whatever you want it to be. It could be staying, you know, within your calorie goal, hitting your deficit or hitting, you know, hitting your food goal, hitting your step goal, like whatever it is. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, advent, that's the uh, product of the week. Pow! Pow! Product of the week, everybody. Product of the week. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed our brand of shenanigans and you are a woman and you are looking for some camaraderie, you may want to check out our online support group. It's called Walt Place. We only look thin place. W-O-L-T. And you can find out more information about it on our website. Go to weonlylookthin.com and click on the link towards the top of the page that says join our support group. Yeah. And it won't immediately let you join, but uh, you can read about it and find more information. I mean, just clicking the link doesn't mean that you're committed to join is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you can. Catherine fi- was giving me a very funny look. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean you can join. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. 
And uh, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcast. If you want to give back to the show, if we've given you something uh, and you'd like to help us out, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcast. It really helps us out very much. Yeah, and we've we've made it through 99 of these. It's yeah, 99. Exciting. Next week is the big 100. Yeah, 99 problems, but Walt ain't one. Ah, there we go. Very good. Boom. I like it. Um, and if you've got a problem you'd like to talk to us about, you can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com, and we will uh, respond. We promise. We will. And uh, at this point, if you can't decide whether to prepare for doomsday or prepare this week's meals, <laughs> just remember Such that Catherine and I are an inspiration Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.